0: Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs and the square holes. The ones who see things differently, they're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them, about the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Now, I heard this quote at Funnel Hacking Live a few weeks ago, and it's from a guy named Rob Stellanton, I think. I can't pronounce his last name, but tell me that that didn't resonate with you. Like, tell me you can't um, feel that, right? I mean, if you have a small business, if, if you're like me at all, I can only really speak for myself. Uh, I'm full of like passion, and I have self-limiting beliefs, and I have fears, and I'll get really stressed out, and sometimes I I feel sorry for myself, and sometimes I do lots of things. But the the common thread, like the consistent piece of me, the core of kind of what I'm made up of, is passion. And I want to build things. I want to influence people. I want to, to live a big life. I want my kids to see me try. It doesn't matter if I fail. I want them to see me get up and try again. And to keep going and to keep growing and to keep building. Like, it's important to me that my life is as epic as it can be. And there's so much massive room for improvement, um, but it doesn't matter. Like, I can't help it. I'm assuming uh, you have to have these same types of elements true about you if you listen to shows like this. And uh, I was going through some slide decks and stuff, and I saw this quote again that inspired me. And I just want you guys to know uh, how big of an impact you are already having, even if your business is really small. And if you, can, if you can really hone in on your real identity as an entrepreneur, as a world changer, it's going to help you. It's going to help you so much, make a bigger impact, get there quicker in all kinds of ways, right? Because uh, essentially, I think the reason I struggled so bad early in my business, one of the reasons was an identity issue. I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but um, there was this couple at a church I used to go to when I lived on the other side of the state of Michigan, And they couldn't have kids. And so they wanted to adopt a child. They spent tens of thousands of dollars, tons of time, uh, went over to Russia and adopted a Russian orphan. And it was a long process. It was an expensive process. It was an emotional process. But they were so excited to get their daughter home. And the day came and the paperwork was signed and everything was official. And they brought this little girl home. I can't remember exactly how old she was, but it was somewhere between five and nine years old, somewhere in there. And they get her home, and they have a big, beautiful house. They were successful financially. And one morning, uh, the father walks down to check on his daughter, and he sees her laying on the floor eating food out of the dog bowl. And I always, I always get emotional when I, when I think about this story because, like, we do that. We do that in our business we do it in in our relationships we do it as parents is we don't understand our real identity you see this this girl from russia who had a traumatic and horrible you know existence up until the day she got adopted her identity was that of just a useless dog she was an orphan right now the day that the paper was signed she was not an orphan not legally but mentally she still was and it broke her dad's heart because Everything he owned was now hers. You know, all the food in the fridge was hers. But she didn't believe it. She didn't understand it. And if you have the kind of passion that I do about your business and about serving people and changing your family tree and all the stuff I talk about on here, if you're like that, I want you to check your own identity. You know, I say things like self-limiting beliefs and I kind of gloss over it. But these things can cripple you. And one of the ways uh, that I think will encourage you to, to believe in yourself a little more is to look back at the impact you've already had. Celebrate some of the things you've already accomplished, even if you think they're small. I was talking to Bob Walker the other day, and he's grown a really significantly sized company quickly. And he came from the corporate world, and I think like 15 months ago he started his business. And they did hundreds of thousands in revenue right out of the gate. Their goal this year is like 400000 and he's 15 months in, right? And the guy's doing amazing stuff. But every time he he I'll ask him about accomplishment or I'll I'll compliment him, he says he's like he's like well you know I know it's not that much compared to so and so and so, and I do the same thing, and he's not bad for doing that, but it literally is a huge deal what he's doing you know, and it's okay to just know that it's true. It doesn't mean you're arrogant. It just means you can have a little bit of confidence in the impact that you're making. Um, So look, you have someone that's worked for you, you have someone that you've influenced. You have people that look up to you right now every person listening to this has somebody in their life that is watching you not just your kids although that's the most important thing but you got family members you got second cousins you got your neighbors you have the people that work for you as an employee or a contractor you have all your vendors right and you have the opportunity to be different than everybody else you have the opportunity to lead to 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 focus on contribution Uh, at funnel hacking live when tony robbins spoke I already mentioned, he's, he, one of the quotes he said that got me was, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. If you achieve some sort of monetary level or goal or something, but you don't have fulfillment inside, you know, your spirit, your heart, if, you, if you're not at peace with, with yourself, then you've achieved nothing. In fact, he said, says that that's the ultimate failure, Right. Uh, because you have everything and nothing all at the same time. So even when your business is small and you're not there yet, it's almost like a who cares type of thing because it doesn't matter. What matters is the contribution and the ripple effect that you are producing every day while you're chopping wood, while you're doing hard things, while it, you're walking through the fire, right? And you know I was reminded of that last night because um, I got just an amazing like <laughs> emotional email from, from my buddy Andy. And he had started listening to the podcast a while ago and he came to the Automate Sell Experience last year and he's kind of a quiet guy and, um, you know, we worked on his business and did things and went, went along our way. Well, one of his action items, you know, we broke down at the, at the live event, we break these things into what we call sprints. You know, we, everybody leaves with a step-by-step actionable plan on what do I do next then, what do I do after that? And then, what do I do after that? You know, because the lack of clarity is what oftentimes really gets us stuck and messes us up. So, one of the things on his action plan was to focus on becoming a, a more dynamic leader because he's a little bit shy or quiet. Uh, so, he wanted to develop that. And that's completely outside of his comfort zone. And he, he's doing it. And so, he enrolled in these leadership classes where they're forcing him to do public speaking and stuff. And I get this email out of the blue yesterday. And, and he, he enrolled in a local leadership academy and had to give a speech, and he recorded the speech. And I'm going to play it for you in a minute. And it made me cry. You know, I don't cry. I'm not the guy that cries, okay? I'll get teary-eyed, but that's not the same thing. No, I was crying. Listen to this. And I think the reason why is because the last few months in my businesses, I really for, kind of forgot because I got caught up in just working really hard and, and doing things. I forgot like, the impact that what I'm doing is having on people. And that that's that's where the fulfillment comes from. It's the employee that works for you, that buys their first house, even though they come from generational poverty, but you've worked with them to fix their credit and to understand finance and to get an emergency fund and to understand like, to live below their means and you've invested in them. And yes, it took 25 months and they finally get it and now they're doing it and then they get the house. You're going to be more happy for that person getting the house than the person getting the house is going to be happy. Like, at least for me, that, that is the fuel in my gas tank. That is what everything is about is the impact. And when I started this, this podcast, I had no idea what would happen with it, that I'd still be doing it now, That what direction it would go. You know, when I started my, my software company, it's changed so much from its original idea because we're constantly moving and ebbing and flowing and pivoting with our businesses. So I think all of us, including me, need to not get so hung up on this idea of this perfect future outcome that we have in our head because almost always, once you quote-unquote arrive, it's going to look completely different than you thought anyway because you can't predict the future. I mean, you're going to pivot and adjust things and do things and make decisions next year that you never thought you would this year. And that's just the way that life is. Uh, but what you should do is get obsessed with the impact that you're making, you know, because that is the stuff that will carry you through. That's, that's the reason why I always talk about your why. And you have to have a strong why. And a why to me is not, it's not, um, it's not that you want to buy a jet ski or a second home. Okay, those are nice things but they, they don't create fulfillment for you. A why is like, I want to get my business automated so that I can do this thing, this thing I was meant to do or whatever, right? And you know we gotta separate the materialism side, which is not bad. I'm not anti getting stuff, I think it's great. That's what builds the economy. Like, people that have money drive the economy. (laughs) Like, you need more money so you can invest it in things and become an investor and start another business and build that second home and hire the contractors and the plumbers and electricians. Like, we need success, but your fulfillment's gonna come through the ripple effect that you have on people uh, as you're going through the process. You know, you don't get contribution and a ripple effect after you cross the finish line, you have it right now. Hopefully this is resonating with you guys. I, I would just It just really made me stop and pause, you know. And uh, Andy emailed me back because I asked him if I could play the clip on the podcast. And uh, he said that I can absolutely use the clip. I'm going to play it for you. Um, but he said, you know, I just wanted you to know that you are changing lives. It almost makes me cry when I think about how much your podcast and your guidance has done for my family and my business. As a result. I'm now changing lives. Man, that's powerful. I, I have nothing else to add to that. I hope you guys uh, take a step back. I hope you wrap your head around the fact that what you're doing right now is epic. It's life-changing. It's real. Even though it doesn't feel like that, most of the time when you're doing it, it doesn't change the fact that you are making an impact in the world and the people around you for real. I hope you enjoy the audio clip.
1: All right, so I'm going to record this so I can send it to the gentleman that I'm going to speak about. Wow. Um, so for those of you that don't know me or what I do, I own a window cleaning business and we um, service customers. And that's what we really try to do. More than, more than clean glass, we try to take care of people. So that's what we focus on every day. So I'm going to kind of read this to you so I don't mess anything up and miss anything. But um, So today I'm going to tell you this story an entrepreneurial story about a man named joshua latimer Um, as an entrepreneur myself i can draw a lot of correlation between josh's story and my own josh started out in fenton michigan which is a suburb of flint Um, he was a pizza delivery guy making a few hundred dollars a week living in a trailer park he tells a story of a time that he got a call from his wife ashley she was at the grocery store checking out and her debit card was declined she had to walk out of the store with her grocery, without her groceries, embarrassed and ashamed. Josh cites this as one of the lowest times of his life. He knew he had to do more with his life, and he decided that he was gonna start a service business cleaning windows. Um, he knew that if he could manage to make $500 a week, that they would make it. So that was his task. How can I generate $500 a week? Josh went out and bought a 28 foot ladder and strapped it to the roof of his 93 Chevy Cavalier. He went up, it's a true story, there's pictures online about it. Um, he, went out, he went out about uh, grinding, trying to find new customers that wanted clean windows. And after a slow start for the first couple years, Josh's company began to gain traction. Then Josh hired his first employee. And about four or five years after that, after, after building the relationships and business, hiring empo- a new, other employees, gaining customers, uh, Josh had built a successful business from the ground up. Then something awesome happened. Uh, Josh got an unsolicited offer to buy his business. At the time that he sold his business, it was fully automated, generated upwards of $180,000 in gross revenue monthly. Uh, Josh was only working a few hours a week in the business itself. So needless to say, he took the offer, sold the business, and he actually moved his family to Costa Rica. Enter the time that I found out about Josh's existence at all. Um, following some people on Facebook. I found out about him and kind of uh, learned that he had a podcast called the quick talk podcast and I became a listener and his podcasts are raw and real. And they had, they just line out actionable steps for small business owners that that, um, we can take immediately to help us move our businesses forward. And the topics Josh covers in his podcast come from his own pain and struggles in business and life. And I think that's what makes this podcast so addictive. There's no hyper fluff, just real deal. Okay, so in 2016, I I attended an event called the Huge Convention in Washington, D.C. And this is a window cleaning industry trade show and networking event. And yes, those actually exist. (laughs) Josh was the keynote speaker at this event. There was a buzz in the room and his presentation was amazing and it further proved to me that I should be a consumer of the content that he creates. Uh, Josh is known for his quotes and sayings, and I'm just going to give you a few of them. Uh, It's time to take massive action. I can't work harder on your business or life than you do. It's ultimately all on you. God created all the food, the birds, whatever need, but he doesn't put it in your nest. You've got to go get it. I didn't go to college, but I've got a bachelor's in pain and a master's in suffering. (laughs) In business, we move from chaos to less chaos. And my favorite one is 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Josh also has favorite words that he uses when he's stressing a point. Words like epic, massive, awesomeness, and rockstar come to mind. And Josh also talks about the 12 stages of the journey of an entrepreneur. Stage one, you have, no, you have an idea, no one cares. Stage two, you build a plan, no one helps. Stage three, you take massive risk, you're alone. Stage four, you work and grind for years, no one sees it. Stage five, you fail, others expected it. Stage six, you continue forward, they smirk. Stage seven, you fail again, they pity you. Stage eight, you continue forward, they laugh. Stage nine, you get traction, no one notices. Stage 10, you get momentum, they think it's a fluke. Stage 11, you start winning. They try to align themselves with you. Stage 12, you achieve greatness. They say they know you. That's a really powerful and true story of an entrepreneur and it, it, it really resonates with me uh, currently. So to end this up, to kind of bring this all together, last fall I had the opportunity to go to Michigan to Josh's house and attend a live event called the Automate Grow Sell Experience. A small, intimate event that attracted other like-minded business owners and mentors from around the world. It was a life-changing three-day event with breakout sessions designed specifically to help each business represented with an action plan to get them to the next level. Josh and his wife Ashley welcomed everyone with open arms and executed an event for the ages. I had the pleasure of working alongside Josh at this event as he dug into the nuts and bolts of my business and helped create a six-month sprint to take us to the next level. Uh, Currently, Josh has started another business. He runs a software company called Gym. It focuses on relationship marketing as well as prospecting for new potential customers. Yes, he's standing in the fire once again, right where he wants to be.
0: Well done.